0: It's time to watch a movie you've never seen There might be some ninjas or a crazy death machine But there'll be smiles and there'll be tears You won't watch another movie for about 800 years It's time for Death By video
1: Time for death By video With Phil And Kit
0: And Lillian And Graham Hey, it's Death by Video! Hey! We're back again! Hey! Hey! Happy belated Easter! Yeah, I had a bad Easter. Um... And Passover. Yeah, and Passover. Yeah, and Passover. yeah. Yeah. Ends today, actually. Mm-hmm. Three cheers from Moses. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm Graham. I'm Phil. Oh, I'm Kit. Hello.
1: And I'm Lil. Hi.
0: Hey, we're back. Sorry. And our very special guest are Lillian. And we are here today to talk about, this is our third film in our Albert Pune series, Doll Man, um, which is his first, this is our first, we're dipping our toe into... The very fertile period of the 1990s for Albert Pune. This is from a film from 1991. This is post-canon. This is when he's working with Charles Band at Full Moon Features, uh, infamous producers of the Puppet Master series and the Demonic Toys series. In fact, there was a sequel to Demonic Toys and to Doll Man called Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. Uh, I've no, I don't, I haven't seen. It, I don't know what it's about. I've done some. I tried to do some research into this movie, and it's actually hard to find anything. Uh, it stars Tim Thomerson, who was in a lot of Albert Pune's other work. He was in, I think Tim he was in Tim Thomerson. Tim Thomerson. Come on. <laughs> he was in Nemesis.
1: Not, not Tom Thomerson.
0: Oh, that would be great, Tom Thomerson. That could be Tim Thomerson's brother. <laughs> Tim the Toolman Man Thomerson. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he was also in, let's see, he was in Cherry 2000, uh, by, directed by Steve Desjardins, who I met and uh, is a friend of mine on Facebook. Uh, he was in Down and Out in Beverly Hills. He was on the TV show tour. That's name dropping over here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fun. I know.
2: Cherry 2000, <laughs> uh, that was on one of our, the old uh, movie nights. Yeah. Of, uh, those,
0: those movie nights are coming back. Nice. Sorry, they won't be recorded. He was in Trancers two and Trancers one. He was on an episode of The Flash. He was on Murder She Wrote. He was in Who's Harry Crumb. He was in Trancers three. He was in Nemesis. He was in Doll Man versus Dynamic uh, Demonic Toys. He was in Brain Smasher Love Story, another Albert Pune film.
2: The one um, with the, Andrew the Dice Andrew man, Clay, Clay
0: and uh, Terry, Terry Hatcher. Hatcher. Mm-hmm. And he's he's still acting now. He uh, did a lot of direct-to-DVD stuff, a lot of smaller roles. He was on Days of Our Lives. Um, His most recent credit was in 2011 for the television show Shameless with... um, What's his face? Uh, Willie Mitch Macy. Yeah, Billy Macy. So, guys, how are we all doing this week? Good.
1: Excellent.
0: Okay. Super. Um... Okay, that went over well. Uh, since I don't have any, uh, any
1: all the colors of the rainbow are here.
0: Yeah, since I don't don't really have any good research on, into this film, uh, have we seen anything good since we last recorded?
2: Now that uh, the Florida project's on Netflix, I Ooh. watched that last night, and it is great.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. It's really good. Yeah, I like that one.
2: I must say, Willem Dafoe is, given the circumstances, has got to be the most chill manager
0: ever. Oh yeah. You can just tell he's got a real humanity, and and he's yeah, almost he, like He loses his
3: temper, temper mm, right, slightly like once yeah. in that in that film.
2: Yeah, putting the pedophile in a headlock. <laughs> oh yeah, that well, was awesome. Okay, Twice. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, that was the, that was like that's
0: something where you're just like, all right,
1: right on. Yeah, well, that... I uh, I've been hearing great things, and I'm glad it's on Netflix. I'm going to check it out.
0: Yeah, I think it just
2: dropped like on Friday mm. or so. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's almost like the. Um, the mr rogers of that community oh yeah mm-hmm. he's like everyone's neighbor and, and he's just hoping for a beautiful day in the neighborhood
2: yeah and i looked up on wikipedia like the actress who plays the mother and she's going to be in the next harmony koreen movie oh, which makes total sense yeah. yeah that that tracks
0: well yeah. i like the fact that she was cast essentially from instagram that's how yeah. um that's how uh, sean baker found her mm-hmm. um what did you think of the ending uh, let's not spoil it for lil but mm-hmm. what did you think of the ending
2: i was into the ending i I liked Mm -hmm. um the open-endedness of it
0: yeah it was a good it was a good um i liked it a lot and like also the performance of those little girls towards the end i was like blown away
2: yeah like they're so precocious but like it's precocious in a way that's not obnoxious
0: yeah like they're very they come across very real and very um very unaware Mm -hmm. that, that they seem unaware that they're in a movie which is the important part I mean, based on Tangerine, like,
2: I knew like, that it was going to be a good-looking movie. Like, this is mm-hmm. just, like, next-level, just fantastic.
0: Yeah, well, he actually... It was, like,
2: effortless and...
0: Yeah, that, they actually shot it on 35mm film stock for the daytime scenes. They shot the night scenes on an Arri Alexa Mini, which is a great camera that I do a lot of my work on professionally. Um, and then they transfer that to film stock to then re-digitize so that it has a consistent grain structure. And then the very end with that extra spe- and it was the, the very very end was shot much like tangerine
2: mm-hmm. um
0: and that also was transferred to film and then back to, to digital yeah
2: that was that was kind of jarring the, the look mm-hmm. of that because like it was just such a contrast to how the rest of the movie looked and
0: yes uh... oh yeah i know and but it, it also like fed into the otherworldliness of it mm-hmm. and it was at a really good point where like when she takes the hand that's when it all mm-hmm. changes yeah
2: Although I wish I did see it on the big screen, I think it's it still was playing wonderful on the in big screen. Run. Um, The run. The Carlton, maybe. Or? Uh, it's playing at the Mount Pleasant. I've been meaning to go back to the oh theater ever since the nineties. It's been that's one of the oldest yeah. theaters in the city. Um, yeah, I've
0: been to the Mount Pleasant since like two thousand eight or two thousand nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Where I saw, I saw Julie Deply's Two Days in Paris there. Oh, nice! It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Anything else good, Phil?
2: No, I haven't seen anything since uh, Dangerously Close. Oh wow.
0: Kit, what have you seen in our last 10-ish uh, days since we recorded? What have I seen? Oh, um... <laughs> uh, this should be good.
3: <laughs> I watched that at a friend's house, so it wasn't my pick. Mm-hmm. Just disclaimer right away. Mm-hmm. I watched The Brothers Grimsby. <laughs> oh. How was that? Uh, it is surprisingly gross. I didn't think... I heard it was going to be gross, yeah. I didn't think it was a gross-out comedy. I just thought it was... Like, Borat gets a little gross at times, right? <laughs> but I wouldn't call that a gross-out comedy, no, you know No, I no, mean? it's only a
0: couple moments, yeah.
1: This
3: one goes full bore. This is, I, the closest movie I could compare it to is Freddy Got Fingered.
0: Oh, my God. Mm, wow. you read Letter Media recently, did uh, a and, re-look back at Freddy Got Fingered, and I've never seen it, and after hearing their look back, I'm like... I'm still not looking forward to seeing it I
2: saw that movie in the theater it was a scarring experience oh my god
3: I also saw Freddy got fingered in theaters Yeah. <laughs> why am I not
0: surprised guys why am I not surprised uh,
3: anything well, else beyond
0: uh, the brother's well I mean I
3: was just feeling so bad for Mark
0: Strong during that I know film. he's such a like, good actor and he's just in that movie what are you movie. doing here inside
3: mm-hmm. of an elephant's vagina Ah. <laughs> uh,
2: Oh, I don't even... We had that. that makes me think of, like, Ace Ventura when, when nature calls. Uh, when except,
3: you, like, far grosser. You, I, the, the scene progresses from that point okay. and goes to some pretty crazy uh, places. Okay.
2: I'm sure it's, like, Tom Green approved. He's got, like, a blurb on the front cover. And, uh, I would imagine... It made me
0: puke.
3: Uh. <laughs> there's, there's more elephant semen in this film than there is in Freddy Got Fingered, which is saying something. There was uh, that's already a, a lot. phrase
2: that's
0: a
3: phrase <laughs> I never thought I would ever hear. There was There's more elephant semen in, in, in
0: this movie than there was in Freddy Got Fingered. I, 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 I,
2: I, I, I. Yeah, one of my friends on Facebook he made like this facts like, okay like where DiCaprio crawls inside an animal and wins an Oscar and, like, Tom Green's the, uh... <laughs> That
3: context is all the difference yes. in the world there. Uh, well, it's true. Tom Green did deserve an Oscar for Freddy Got Fingered. But um, <laughs> beyond that, I really haven't seen... Oh, I started watching The Terror on, on AMC.
0: I heard quite good. That's about being yeah. frozen
3: in, um, in the Northwest Passage. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, based on the Dan Simmons novel, which I read and I enjoyed mm. back in the day. Um, it's got a supernatural element to it, which is fun. Dan so, Simmons, is he the writer of The Da Vinci Code? Or, am I, or is that no, Dan No, 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 that's Dan Brown. Dan Brown, sorry. Uh, Dan Simmons, usually, I think he works in horror for the most part. He writes like horror and sci-fi. Horror and sci-fi, yeah. I haven't read any uh, of his other works, but th- this one was really good. Um, cool. And it's got Jared Harris in it, who you might know from Mad Men, and he's a working British actor. He's in a lot And I shot Andy Warhol. And, and Fringe. Um, and it's also got—I uh, don't know how to pronounce his first name—Sharon Hines. It's probably incorrect. It's probably something really strange. But he played Julius Caesar in Rome, and he's a well-known British actor. He's in lots of stuff,
0: so it's great. Cool.
1: Sounds good.
0: Yeah, check it out. Uh, anything else, Kit? Nope. Lillian, have you seen anything interesting since we last recorded?
1: Um, no. Uh, my uh, my evenings have been filled with uh, Lestat.
0: Oh right, you're reading Interview with the Vampire,
1: Vampire Lestat. Yeah.
0: Oh, the Vampire Lestat. Sorry, not. Are you just working your way through the Vampire Chronicles?
1: Just the second one, yeah. The okay. Vampire Lestat. Yeah, and it's really good. It's really an in-depth uh, oh. history of these vampires. I thought that was
2: a later Vampire Chronicles one.
1: It's the second part, okay, yeah. second out of three, I think.
2: I think she like mm-hmm. resumed it like after like her Christian phase
0: but yeah because there was let's see Interview with the Vampire the Vampire Lestat and Queen of the Damned and Queen of the Damned and the Vampire Lestat they well, actually, amalgam
1: Queen of the Damned is based on the book that I'm reading now The Vampire Lestat yeah the movie you're talking <clears throat> about right
0: Didn't wasn't there also a novel that they combined with the vampire like they combined like two novels together to make Queen of the Damned
1: oh
2: because like, Queen of the Damned I think was a third of the Vampire mm. Chronicles I'm, I don't know if that was like standalone or not
0: that was uh, Aaliyah's last movie right yeah it was so. yeah Interesting fact that the the interesting thing about that movie is that it was originally just supposed to go direct to uh, to video until Aaliyah's death, and it was a very crass opportunism, kind of cynical, yeah, yeah. That they decided like, hey, there's like a lot of kick up now about Aaliyah. Let's actually release this theatrically and see if we can make money. It screened not too long ago as part of I think was it, was it Black Gold? It was Black Gold at yeah. the Royal Cinema here in Toronto? It might have been like a black gold queer
2: fear crossover Yeah,
0: I think so, I'm not sure
2: That sounds about right
0: mm-hmm. Anything else all that uh, besides uh, your uh, literary um, endeavors?
1: Well, no, it's funny because um, uh, you gave me a book tonight um,
0: The Devil Earl
1: and What did you call that, uh, Phil? What do you call that? those kind of books?
0: The The Highlander Highland Romance yeah, You had a
1: term for it or something Or Surrender Vanessa had to a term the Highlander what are those kind of books called? Like generally, isn't it? That-
0: They're like romance novels, yeah, like trashy, kind of romance, trashy stuff, romance yeah. novels. Yeah.
1: Yeah, romance novels. Okay, there was another term for it that I think Vanessa used uh, the last time I talked to her, and it's funny because
0: Celtophile. I was going to say <laughs> say kilt lovers. Um, I
1: can't remember. I have to ask her and maybe get back to you guys. But um, I watched a movie recently with Shelley Long and um, Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. And um, this movie
0: sounds great already. The
1: chick from uh, Sammy Gertz. The chick from. Jamie Gertz?
0: Jamie
2: Gertz. I, I think from I, from I know this Zero movie. and uh, yeah. Lost yeah. Boys.
1: Yeah, and Shelley Long plays this romance novel writer, and her name is like Vivian uh, Lamoureux or whatever. And um, anyway, it was funny just because around the time that I got the book, The Vampire Lestat there was a lot of talk about the smutty of, romance novels but it's not like that at all anyway I've seen a number of Shelley Wong movies but I don't mm-hmm. really know that one
0: Snow Troop Beverly Hills um, uh, but I was going to there say there's also like Outrageous it, Fortune I didn't yeah, remember that one The Money Pit
1: yes yes
0: yes isn't Jamie Gertz also in Twister yeah she was she plays the stuck up girlfriend of Bill Paxton yeah I mean, that's say. like
2: one of her only 90s movies but I mainly know her from like Lesson Zero and uh, Kit's mm-hmm. personal favorite The Lost Boys yep
0: That's a hell of a film. Yes. Um, And that's it? That's it, Lillian? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Cool. All right, we'll get on to my choices, or what I viewed. Um, So I went home over Easter, and uh, me and my dad watched Salt, the Angelina Jolie uh, espionage film from a few years ago. I heard it wasn't bad. It's not bad, but the weird thing is now it's become very prescient because it's about a woman who was accused (laughs) of being a Soviet spy who actually turns out to be a Soviet spy, like it's like the last of like the, the Russians, and they're trying to take over the American government to control things. Is this like an early version of Red Sparrow, or I think it's more like an early version of the Donald Trump presidency, because it's, <laughs> it's all these
1: because
0: um, it's all these these like Russians trying to like take control of the U.S. government. It was good though, but it, it was clearly setting itself up for a sequel. Because at the end, spoiler alert, um, Angelina Jolie like has, like wound up killing off all of her Russian um, co. Conspirators because they killed her American husband, who she truly loved, um, and and at the end, there's like a few left, and like she's telling like the one like the honest American cop, like, listen, you gotta let me go, and he's like, why? It's not like we can just go out there and kill these people. And she's like, but I know who they are, and I can do it. And then he's like, all right, and he lets her go, and she swims off in the ocean, and it's totally a setup for like Salt Two, Salt Two collusion, or Salt Two. Enter Pepper. I was going to say Enter Pepper. Um,
3: Okay. Yeah. I think your riff is a little bit better than mine. You know what? Coming to think of it, I definitely saw Salt and it's one of those films. You see and you forget.
1: Yeah, I don't remember much about it. I saw it too.
0: Yeah, I saw it when it first came out and I also forget about it too. I actually have a t-shirt for it that was a promotion of it. Um, I also saw John Wick again. Mm Um, Keanu Reeves shoots a lot of people in that movie. I watched the, uh, film Reform School Girls, which is a satire on the oh, women in prison I'm
1: sorry film. i Have you seen Keanu yet?
0: I've seen Keanu. Okay, good. <laughs> was that any good? Keanu? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I it's, didn't finish it. Uh, it's funny. I just love how, like, Jordan Peele and, uh, uh Michael Key. Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael I always get a Michael Key. I'm like, Michael Key. Um, yeah. Uh they uh they act have to act harder than they are and it's always great to see them like trying to do it and also there's a great um a great moment when Key smokes some crystal meth and actually the talks to the cat and the cat is voiced by Keanu Reeves it's great <laughs> um, speaking of Keanu
2: Reeves uh, Bill and Ted 3 is supposed to be uh, going through Yeah, but
0: they've been saying that for like 10 years now. And I just don't I can't see that being very good,
3: but who knows? Maybe they just take
0: a, I don't know. Yeah. Do we uh-huh. deserve Bill and Ted 3? No. It's like we Beetlejuice not, 2. We we're not
2: learning the lessons from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah.
0: Or, or Bogus Journey. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so anyways, Reform School Girls was a satire of the women in prison genre. It was interesting and weird, um, and it featured Wendy O. Williams in one of her few acting roles. Um, I watched Transformers the Last Night because I had nothing better to do. And here's the interesting thing about Transformers the Last Night: somehow, in part five of the Transformers series, they've started making movies that aren't bad, like that are like, oh, they're all right. But the opening of Transformers Five was set in uh, the Dark Ages with like King Arthur and his knights, and it, it was like a big epic battle, and it's awesome. Like I'm like, where? Why does not Michael uh, Michael Bay not make that movie? like a medieval Michael Bay movie because it's just guys on horses and you know there's exploding greek fire and you know it's was shot really good all this huge big battle scene and I can kind of tell that like Michael Bay just wanted to make that movie but Paramount was like well just put it in a Transformers movie somehow because there are Transformers then that form the Knights of the Round Table and that's how because it turns out Merlin the Magician just knew the Transformers and the dragon they summoned was actually a robot to fight off the. So the rise of the uh, machines goes that, that far back. Oh yeah, and it shows Bumblebee in World War II, where he's an actual Volkswagen Bug fighting the Nazis. So, so that happens. I know is like covering her face like in terror, and Kit's shaking his head in disbelief. Uh, then I watched the the Canadian the twenty fourteen uh, Canadian low budget low budget film Teddy Bomb, which is fun. Um, it was also a time capsule of like when just but like because it was shot mostly in 2010. It's like, oh, there's the old Sonic Boom. Oh, there's this place. Oh, there's that place. They're all gone now. Um, I then Like w- the
2: Honest Ed Sonic Boom?
0: Yeah. No, no, no. The Sonic Boom pre-Honest Eds.
2: Oh, the Dollarama Sonic Boom. Mm-hmm. The OG Sonic
0: Boom. Yeah. The OG Sonic Boom, which formerly a Um And I watched Kung Fu Zombie, uh, which is from yeah, I mean,
1: 1981. Yeah. What? You say that every time. The Walker, he, formerly yeah. formerly
0: the Wulco. Yeah, Wilco. I think I, I think it was also a
2: byway at some point as well. Ooh,
0: byway.
1: I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember Woolco there.
2: I do
0: remember when a byway I when way. I read the history. I think it went. I think it went Woolco, byway, sonic boom, mm-hmm. Dollarama. Oh, that, yeah. that's what i remember, Yeah.
1: Because yeah,
2: way I don't older. remember the the days, but I do remember the byway days. Yeah. yeah.
0: mm Hmm. I wonder what From they're doing.
1: <laughs> There's still a mm-hmm.
0: buck or two around, isn't there?
1: Really? Or did
0: Dollarama swallow it? I think Dollarama swallowed it
1: all. It, I'm like, holy shit, did I imagine it? No, it there really... There might be a
2: buck or two in the boonies.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Um, then, uh, so I watched Kung Fu Zombie, which is from 1981, which is a movie that exists. buck
2: is a doozy as
0: well. Um, a <laughs> buck.
1: A Sorry.
0: yeah um and then I watched uh the Jean-Claude Van Damme not so classic kickboxer which could just be called uh less good bloodsport. which not, I think not as catchy a title no to be fair. less good blood sport yeah
2: yeah blood sport just has 30th anniversary
0: oh my god I am so old um uh, and um, the funny thing about Kickboxer, it does what all Jean-Claude Van Damme films do, where it, they have to explain why he he has an accent, because he has a brother who is very American. And oh, the,
1: the really funny thing is that Van Dam, you just know that Van Damme can still do those splits in a drop of a second. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah.
1: That's the real amazing part of all this.
0: I don't know when, <laughs> when Double Impact, when he goes like, "You mean I wasn't born in France?" And it's like that doesn't explain why you have an accent. Or in this film where he's. Where uh, him and his brother are just like after, because his brother is a champion kickboxer, and him and his brother are going for a walk, and his brother has an American accent, and Jean-Claude Van Damme has his uh, Belgian accent, <laughs> and uh, the brother says, like, you know, you had it easy growing up in Europe with mom. I had to stay here and grow up in America with dad. And you're like, oh, their parents divorced. One took one son to Europe, and the other one kept the other one in America, which I'm actually thinking is not very good for a for family. <laughs> It's the same with, like, Schwarzenegger movies. They, they always have to yeah. make
3: an excuse for his accent as well. They, they
0: usually don't mm-hmm. explain,
2: though. Like, no. I only think a Kindergarten Cop. or
3: in, they,
0: in the Terminator just... movies,
3: they didn't, obviously. Yeah.
0: My favorite um, thing for Schwarzenegger, though, is when he did that film, The Last Stand because um, he was fighting against this like European guy that was like over here in a big crime lord and like at the end of it when the European guy is like why won't you just give up they're like why are you like, tar- like trying to stop me from doing this I could just give you money and you could just go away and Schwarzenegger's like because you give immigrants a bad name and you're like oh because Schwarzenegger's an immigrant in the movie uh, was that the one with Johnny Knoxville yes oh uh. Mm -hmm. That one wasn't so bad. It was a a Korean director who did that. Yeah. um,
3: The director of... The uh, Good, the Bad, and the... um, The Weird. The Good, the Bad, and the Weird,
0: which -hmm. is a a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I like that film. It's like, hey, Sheriff Yoke, how do you feel? Old. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Um, And then finally, last night, I watched um, Brian Yuzna, the director of Brighter Reanimator Society, which, if you think... um, Uh, The Brothers Grimsby is a gross movie. Society. (laughs) Oh my God. I had to fast forward part of it because I was was very concerned about it. Does it it have uh, two men
3: inside an elephant's vagina during an elephant gangbang?
0: No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it does feature
0: people who with fluid, like. Body parts becoming liquefying during like a group I orgy.
1: Speechless? I don't even know how you can answer right now, but go ahead.
0: It does feature a man who somehow pushes his own face out of his own butt and then says, Hey, I'm a butthead. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, so, yeah.
1: Kind of up there, huh? <laughs> okay, that's getting close, getting real close.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the all grossness. I've seen. Grossness, yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen
3: also sucks on Mark Strong's balls during the film. It's a
0: very important scene. It's, I'm, I'm guessing he got bit or, like, injected with something. He's like, you gotta suck the venom out of my... Yep. Quick. Great. So this
2: is the Brothers Grimsby slash Dollman episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, God. All right, so without further ado... Oh, does anyone else have anything else to say should we just get right to Dollman? Let's do it. Good. All right, so this is Dollman. We'll be right back. After dawn. On
3: the planet arcturus he's the toughest cop around. That's
2: the proper blast! Most powerful in the universe.
3: That's right, fat boy.
1: What do you want, asshole? Nothing. You're just gonna walk away?
3: of the planet Earth,
2: he's 13 inches tall. Oh, fuck! That's about the size of it. Shit! Can we keep it? Homies oh, together. i going to war. With who? With the fucking doll man. Wells. <laughs> You in the wrong neighborhood. Urban fucking renewal.
3: Doll Man, thirteen inches with an attitude.
0: <laughs> Instinct, Instinct kid. Tech and addiction. That was Doll Man. Doll Man another albert pune like i think we're, we're batting three for three now right guys like oh
2: absolutely yeah. like
0: all all the three albert pune films we've seen have been fun we even in the break between watching the movie and going to record this i tried to find negative reviews online there really aren't any and like most of them are like fun the worst is like should have been called dull man and like even just the, the description in that review was like this outer space thing happens and then all this stuff ha- and they just it still sounded like an awesome movie yeah, none of that is dull
2: how could how could anybody consider this a dull movie? Like even if you hate it, it's it's like, not dull. No,
0: It starts on an alien planet, ten thousand light years away from Earth, on planet Argus. Is it Argus? No, Argus.
3: it's uh, Arterus. Arterus. Also, the movie's like 70 minutes long. It doesn't even. It, yeah. That's
2: 70 minutes with opening and closing yeah. credits, which is like at least 10 minutes of the movie.
3: And, and right yeah. before the closing credits, they have a montage of the entire movie you just watched. I which know. is fun. Yeah.
2: It's like, hey, here's all that
3: stuff
0: you just saw again.
1: Because <laughs> it's just so great.
0: Exactly. Um and they were, like... That's just them padding the movie, eh? Like, like why like else would they do that? all those street shots of New York, like, going on and on and on. Yeah. They didn't need all those, like, that establishing shots. That one homeless shots.
3: person who actually is not like, yeah, three the scenes.
0: Yeah, it's probably homeless. And, and probably legitimately homeless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a
2: music video-style montage.
0: Yeah, okay. I just feel that like that was Albert Pune, like, hanging out the side of a cab with a camera, being like, ah... I got it.
2: Without a permanent, yeah, shooting oh, guerrilla yeah. style like his uh, mm-hmm. predecessors.
0: Yeah, just like the Italians used to do in the 70s where they'd go to New York for a weekend, shoot a bunch of exteriors and then and then just shoot the rest in interiors in Rome, which is how we get the catacombs of the Bronx in 1990, the Bronx Warriors. Um, Although, like, Exterminator 2,
2: like, I, I think we, I don't know, I can't remember if we covered that on the episode, like, like most of that movie was shot on a soundstage, but you it's still legit the, in New York.
0: Yeah. Like that, that but, actually but, but, was an but, but, American like a film. Good chunk of that
2: was not New York. Because they shot like a um, bunch of it in LA, because I think they were like right, first kind of yeah, shot yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: think they shot they shot a bunch of they shot some stuff in New York. I think they shot a lot of, a lot of other so, stuff in because LA. there was just
2: so much interior stuff like the warehouse, yeah, yeah, and yeah. The yeah. View, and mm-hmm. There's much interior stuff here that they can just... Yeah, remove. well, it was
0: it was clearly like because because as we were talking about, so this is a full moon entertainment release, uh, and Charles Band like came up with a method of production, which was he bought a castle and a studio in Romania. And they shot everything in Romania because, like, we noticed a lot of locations from Nemesis, another Albert, Albert Pune film. The one in Minnesota that we did way, way back when, when we saw Nemesis in the theaters, in the cinema. And, um... It, it works like they shoot a couple exteriors in New York and then they shoot the interiors there and then they have their big action sequences and these like vacant lots that could kind of stand in for the Bronx although by 1991 things were starting to like turn around in New York so they couldn't really stand in for them as much anymore but uh, it's still visually striking still a fun movie um, none of us openly disliked it I think yeah I
2: definitely did not dislike it yeah no me
0: neither It's a strange film. Yeah.
2: That's a good way to put it.
0: It's strange and kind of adorable as well.
1: Yeah. I'm going to get a little uh, doll with a trench coat and hang it on my car window.
0: That was adorable. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Those wide shots were priceless. Oh, yeah.
0: I know. Well, the best is just sort of like a, in, in the movie when as soon as Dollman lands, Tim Thomerson lands on Earth and he like starts shooting at punks, they're like, where is he? I can't see him because he's so tiny. What what was his character name again? It was like Brick it was like Broxton brick, brick, or brick, 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 brick Brockton. Brick Brockton. Yeah.
2: Yeah. In the Wikipedia article, um, they claim that um, whoever wrote the article said that like Albert Pune used that as a nom de plume, the Brick.
0: Br- Brockton really Br- uh, I'm not familiar with it but that, that, that could be the case yeah um, it was I don't know there's just so many great fun little moments of like when they take the doll man home and the, the, the kid invites the entire like floor of the apartment building, like hey come look at this tiny guy we got in my house in my apartment so let's uh, let's start at the beginning of the film we are on planet Artemis Arterus. Arterus. 10,000 light years away from Earth, which is actually a measurement of time, not distance. Well, Um, I mean,
3: it is a measurement of distance. Yeah. It would take you 10,000 years. Years. It takes 10,000 years for light to travel. So it's very far away.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um, And we are introduced to a situation where the police are pursuing. And these are police that we're like uniforms and have the word police on their head like this is very much a earth-like planet but on a different planet
2: how much that lights up that says police if
0: mm-hmm. yeah this is very much i don't know it, it's it's sort of like a
3: almost it's it's kind of got like an escape from new york kind vibe of blade runnery a little bit yeah, blade yeah. Runner-y.
2: it's definitely a bargain basement blade runner uh set design
3: but yeah. more like modern and like their TVs are weird as shit like I don't even know yeah. what was going on the, in that the, one
0: news report it was just the heads floating in from random and like distorted and yeah.
3: like who would who would want who's programming mm-hmm. who would enjoy who would want to, what, who, news to wa- who, who <laughs> would
0: watch news that way how, how did news develop like this I don't know I mean, it happens. different spectrum different I don't know good use of mm-hmm. brutalist architecture yeah and uh, so the police and are, castles in the background yeah I mean, it was Charles Band. Yeah. Yes. Um, they so the police. I'm sure
2: p- Nicholas Cage owned one of those castles. I've since depleted in value. And
0: speaking Nicholas Cage, have you seen his crypt in New Orleans? He's, no. He, he bought. He pre-bought his crypt. It is a pyramid inside of a, inside a in a New Orleans like you know where they bury people above the ground because the the water table is so high. He owns his own pyramid it's that so
1: he's going to be nice. I'm raining right now. <laughs>
3: Is this like, does he want to just be a national treasure, basically? He just wants he to... He
0: is a national treasure, <laughs> kid.
2: <laughs> this makes me appreciate Nicolas Cage that much more. Mm-hmm.
0: I got to see him in person last year at TIFF, and he was... He did not disappoint. He was... Oh, yeah, the mom yeah. and
2: dad... Uh, yeah,
0: yeah he delivered. He delivered the
1: full cage.
0: Yeah, he was uncaged. uncaged. <laughs> the full uncaged.
1: cage. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, he was wonderful. Um, so, with uh, with this film, uh, where were they? oh yeah, so the police are pursuing a bandit or someone, and he goes to like hide in a laundromat where there are several large people, and by large I mean overweight, and there's there's, there's, there's th- some body shaming going on.
3: They're basically in the parlance of the mm-hmm. time, it's a bunch of fatso's and yeah. Laundry
0: mat I'm trying to get into I'm
3: trying to get into it
0: (laughs) Laundry mat Which is not I don't know Not laundromat It was laundromat Laundry Laundry mat Which I
3: guess in this universe They've just They just Spelled that way Yeah
0: Not entirely the fault Of a Romanian production designer That didn't know how to spell Laundry mat (laughs) Yeah Laundry mat Okay There we go Together so, uh, and this film's a bit peculiar.
3: Obviously, it's of its time. We're supposed to think this is pretty hilarious mm-hmm. that he has all these uh, large women tied up.
0: Yeah, and he's like, anyone comes in, the fat lady gets it. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed and, to be hilarious. And the the woman says, why don't you pick on someone your own size? <laughs> uh, and then,
3: the I guess, uh, the politician who's running for re-election is like, we can't have a bunch of fat ladies blown up on...
0: Um, I don't know, the 6 o'clock news or something, yeah. Yeah, so this... So, yeah,
3: it keeps on running. And yeah, the yeah. the thing that struck me at this point is this movie is very strange in terms of tone. Oh yeah, it's 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 all it's here there and everywhere. <laughs>
0: like I think it's supposed to be a comedy, but it's also very strange. Very sci-fi. Yeah, I think it's 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 something where um well, I was reading an interview with the, uh, with the director Frank Henenlotter because he was talking about he worked for something weird video, and his whole thing was like, how do I sell this to fifteen-year-olds? Doesn't matter what era it's from. And I think this movie is definitely because this was a direct-to-video, like sold to like fourteen-year-olds that go into the movies uh, into the video stores to rent something. And they're like, how do we make this? Oh, it's an it's an action film with an outer space alien who's only thirteen inches tall, but he can still blow people up and. Yeah.
2: yeah, Paramount distributed this on VHS. Yeah.
0: Well, let's think they... Uh, Full Moon Entertainment actually had a distribution deal with Paramount because a lot of the times the the Paramount releases, like, they only had a few in between, whereas Full Moon was, like, regularly releasing a new movie every month. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of, like, held up the, the Paramount home video department at the time because they... Yeah. No, oh.
2: yeah, like I remember like all those paramount movies that I'd run on VHS. There'd always be like those
0: trailers at the beginning for like the yeah, wacky shit you you'd never ever hear of or yeah. see, yeah. I mean
2: I rented the odd one like pre which I think was also like one of that those. That was a producers. that was a full moon. Yeah, yeah that
0: was a Charles Bann production, pre which was their big hit. And then prehistoric like, two and Austin three. Because
2: it like Austin O'Brien, who was
0: in Last Action Hero. But that was actually before he was in Last Action Hero. Yeah,
2: yeah although I think they marketed it. I think oh, I think yeah, it, it came, came out. out it afters, came out afterwards. So yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like a, like a good.
0: Face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his first role, here is the guy from Last Action Hero with little baby dinosaurs. Which yeah, is. Co-
1: I was gonna say that's how you make it accessible. That's how you spread this movie by including a little boy in it, right? Exactly. Just yeah. It opens it up.
0: Oh yeah. Um... And I mean, Full Moon Entertainment is just Charles Band is such an interesting character because some people say like he was like told someone told him to his face recently that he was a what's the term not cheapskate um, but like some like they use some term to describe him that like he was offended by but he this was at the time he was caught selling DVD box or Blu Ray box sets of his Empire Pictures films because he, he ran a company before Moon uh, Entertainment called Empire Pictures. Which produced Reanimator and um, From Beyond and um, Full Moon and like he was kind of like I am not a cheapskate and it turns out that all the Blu-rays that were in this box set were actually previously released by Scream Factory or other companies. He just bought them from the companies at cost and then repackaged them into his own collection. And a lot of people were like, "Wait, I already own this. Like, what's the point of owning this? Like, this is not a new remastering. This is just the one that came out a couple years ago." Um, he's a very interesting character. He is known for being sued by a lot of the producers that worked for him. Uh, including Brian Usna, who produced Reanimator and From Beyond. Um, and...
2: Directed the aforementioned Society.
0: Yes, yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing is that, um... Everyone assumed Society was going to be a Charles Band production. However, uh, Brian Usna was suing Charles Band at the time. And like he even says, he's like, but everybody sued Charles Band. Um... So, let's get back to Dollman. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah. We're in the laundromat with the four fat women. The
2: laundry mat Laundromat. Laundromat.
0: Hard why. Yeah. Um, and um, Well, look, so the cops and everybody's trying to figure mm-hmm. out how
3: to solve the situation without it becoming a bloodbath. Doesn't look yeah. like that's going to happen. And
0: it's Nicholas Guest running this whole situation. Nicholas Guest. The brother of Christopher Guest. Brother the brother of Christopher Guest. heir apparent to the Baronhood of... Hallam Guest did not even realize they were he's he's soon going to become a baron
2: he kept the same hairstyle Uh, if you don't know Nicholas Guest you might know him uh, from as
0: Todd in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation
2: Todd being the if you can't remember uh, the next door neighbors of the Griswolds yeah the yuppie couple couple. of uh, Julie Louis
0: yes Margot Todd Margot so, anyhow, so they're trying to figure out what goes mm-hmm. on,
3: and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Brick is here. And then, like, the chief and is like, I wanted this suspended. not to be a bloodbath. He's yeah. suspended. Yeah, it's this. He's the loose of trope.
0: cannon, dirty, hairy guy. He shows up carrying a big bag of dirty laundry and some some laundry detergent. And, and they're, they're all like, like what, what are, are you doing? doing? He's like, I'm going to. Wash my whites in hot water and cold for my multicoloreds. Yeah. And then he walks in as. What do
1: you mean? This is where I do my laundry.
0: Basically. Yeah, that's yes. exactly <laughs> it. I'm just here to do my laundry. What, you got some fat women in there being held hostage? Ha ha ha. Um, and so then he goes in. And now I. He I, starts doing his laundry. starts doing his laundry. <laughs> Now I can't recall how does he dissolve the the hostage situation. It's, it's very I can't yeah. it's even the
1: sheer uh, audacity of what he's doing. Just well, there's, freaks there's the guy where,
3: out. Like and there's a, some chubby kids mixed in with the chubby yeah. women, uh, and he explains to them how oh his bullet will go through her and then go through like from something.
1: Yeah, it'll and go this right causes, through the cow in front of you. It'll go right through yeah. your heart, and then it'll go through the cow behind. You. And
3: his head, or and something that like was a,
1: just that just shook him up, that and he sh- just shook everybody her. up,
3: and everybody yeah. starts because they're all tied together. Yeah, uh, <laughs> with uh, with the bad guy with the hostage taker. in the middle. Yeah, and so they all start getting frightened,
0: and they fall over, and then that's it. Oh, <laughs> that's it. They just fall over. The yep. end. Some fine police work, <laughs> Brick. Um, and then he come. Brick comes out, and his captain is like,
1: "What I want to know is why is the captain yelling at him? He he,
0: he handled that pretty he well. He handled
1: the situation well. He
0: is because he's a gosh darn loose cannon, and he's he like he shoots first and asks questions never. But in this situation, he actually like solved the situation with in a nonviolent manner.
1: Yeah. And the captain's like, "What's the matter, Brick? You upset? You didn't get to kill anybody? And Brick's like, the day isn't over yet.
0: Um, or something to that effect. So Brick goes home and he watches the aforementioned news broadcast, which is insane. Weird ass news. Yeah. And um, then he is greeted by another uh criminal. Who just starts shooting at him he just starts shooting at him and then says, You gotta come with me and this is where we're introduced to They knock
3: him out and yep. then they, they yeah, they bring him to that like what you what you described as like an Eastern European post war. Yeah. Like hellscape is what it basically Yeah, exactly.
0: Like basically a building that's that's been partially demolished but well, they did it, it, it halfway through.
3: It, it, it kind of reminded me of like the uh the epic sets from Full Metal Jacket mm-hmm, where they're mm-hmm. going through Vietnam and there's all these broken
0: buildings. Yeah, and, and it's really just a gas plant in England. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it a sound that was Full Metal Jacket? No, no, that, that was a gas plant. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, there was an old
1: and isn't there a scene England, where his power is revealed, where that light, like, from his uh, hand.
0: Yeah, he has a, a light slash some kind of, like, magic magnet in his hand that always pulls his gun back. He's got this very distinct gun that can, like. Uh, what is it that the. that What's his name again? Smoog? Spoog. Uh,
3: Sproog. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so he's confronted by this floating head, this ugly little. By this bodiless head. Floating head. Floating it looks head. Like a, like a drugged out Don mm-hmm. Knotts type head. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't remember what he... He's in a bunch of stuff.
3: Uh, I know, he looks really yeah. familiar yeah. to me too.
1: But I can't, uh, I can't put my finger on it right now.
0: But he's like, oh, mm-hmm. I thought you were dead last time I saw you. You were just a head rolling around. And yeah. I guess he's And not he's dead. like, didn't I blow your arm off in like three years ago? Yeah. And then I took out some of your legs after that? Yeah. And then and, there, and the last yeah. time I saw you, I didn't think there was anything left to come back. And... Uh, you
1: what science can do, blah, blah, blah. Too bad it couldn't help your family.
0: Well, yeah, Ooh, low blow. Yeah, he pulls a low blow by so reminding So It turns out that this floating head, uh, the Sprug. Spruge, Spruge, um killed off Brick's family, which has kind of left Brick the broken man he is now. Um, oh, we skipped over one of my favorite lines from the entire movie, which is, so Brick wears sunglasses at night, and so does uh, Nicholas Guest's character. And the captain yells at, at uh, Brick after... After he's he like Diffused the, the situation He's yeah. like And take off those sunglasses It's night for God's sakes And then uh, Nicholas Guest Quickly pulls him off While the captain is His sunglasses off While the captain isn't looking So um, Then we're back With Sprug And his henchmen And they have They mm-hmm. have our man's gun They have Brick's gun And they're like yeah. What's it feel What do you get To be like totally helpless Or something Yeah and then brick's like you tell me and then his yeah, hand
3: lights up and he pulls the gun towards
0: yeah him. the gun floats the ear into his hand and then he starts blowing everyone away and this gun that he has just ev- eviscerates people just like totally turns them into like you know loose spaghetti afterwards or just
3: like a head yeah like that one guy who's the still one guy who smoking, smoking a cigarette yeah
0: even though i'm like bro you don't even have any lungs how are <laughs> you smoking that cigarette um but uh Sproog gets away after brick has like killed off the rest of his gang brick gives chase and they like wind up somehow in our galaxy well they they
3: he yeah he he darts out sprue darts out on his ufo type vessel uh into outer space mm-hmm. and then yeah brick gives chase in his and, uh, toy spaceship yeah and uh, there's some sort of like you're gonna follow me to my death uh we're both gonna die if
0: you keep this up and um, brick doesn't care brick doesn't care he's a man without a family
3: So they they cross some sort of divide, some galactic... Probably like a wormhole, a a
0: black hole, something. And they wind up on Earth. South Bronx. Yes, and we are introduced to New York with some great early 90s hip-hop beats. Um, And we are introduced to the character of Debbie, who is just trying to clean up her neighborhood from all the gang violence. And we're also introduced to the leader of one of the biggest gangs in town Braxton Braxton, a.k.a. Oscar nominee former Bad News Bear Jackie Earl Haley
2: and also Freddy Krueger 2.0 yeah
0: yeah yeah and uh, then
3: Rorschach and Watchmen yeah Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. J.E.H. J.E.H. he was was also in the RoboCop remake he wasn't I, I didn't enjoy his I didn't enjoy that film at all um and this is the the most, um, uh, what would you say, alpha that we've ever yeah, seen? Yeah, this Jackie is, this is badass
3: Jackie Earl Haley. With like some sort of Bronx accent, like,
2: hey, what am I paying you guys for, huh?
0: Yeah, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to stand there and shoot you right in the face.
2: Yeah, he still had hair in the eyes, yeah. kind of like a mullet thing going on. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. got like his, his
0: 80s bad guy, white guy in a gang uh, haircut. Um, and he does, he leads, it's mostly a Latino gang that he works with. He also kisses women very awkwardly in the, in the, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that scene. Yeah, It's just, he leans in for a kiss, and we're all like, ha ha ha, and then it keeps going, and we're like, It's like, a lot huh? of, lot of tongue. A lot of tongue, but you that's can tell, It's how, that's how
2: <laughs> like, villains in, like, early 90s, late 80s movies Yeah, the but same. the funny
0: thing is, it's like, a lot of tongue, but the woman's mouth is closed. And he's, like, trying to, like, mm, trying to get she's in there. She's just licking her mouth. But no, she's, she's, like, there for it. She's, like...
1: Yeah, no, that was just, like, squeeze.
0: That's a that's squeeze? Time. So she's like, yeah, this is how we kiss. It, like, <laughs> yeah, that's how it yeah. felt to me. My mouth is closed. Yours is not. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, give it to me, Daddy. <laughs> so, just before this, so... I, I feel like you do really well in Abel Ferrer movies. Yeah, I know. Oh, still, There's still time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, Abel Ferrer is still kicking. I still want to see his film Welcome to New York. Are oh, he, yeah, that
2: one. I forgot yeah. about
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, when I saw Abel Ferrer at TIFF a few years ago, he was there with his film Pasolini, um, he was in a, in a feud with the distributor of Welcome to New York, and someone in the audience was like, well, I actually saw it in the theater, and he was like, what? He's, and they're like, yeah, it's at the Royal Cinema in Toronto, and he's like, how did, I had no idea this was out in theaters, like, he was very, very shocked about it. But anyways, back to this film, so, um... So three members. So we're introduced to Debbie scaring off one of the gang members of Jack Earl Haley's gang by like throwing a brick at him and then picking up the brick and trying to hit him with him and he chases away the girl. So then they try and she then goes to a meeting of the neighborhood watch where like a local politician in like the uh, the most dimly lit yeah like the high school, school from house. hell yeah <laughs> this is the high school that Satan teaches at um, but it
3: has like a video videographer in there a guy with a video camera a newsman, And yeah. it's, it's, there's like we no only lighting
1: meet at night.
0: Yeah, it's a very. There's a smoke machine in this high school for some reason. The classrooms are very narrow because it's totally not a set in Romania.
2: Yeah, it's one of those like 60 pound like, VHS camcorders because it's not, the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And I
0: know,
3: we, we get to see a little of the footage that he's shooting, and it's like the worst like hostage video. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like it's this. shaky. <laughs> like this, there's
0: crazy zooms. It's like this does not look like a. Um, look like a a great meeting for the neighborhood watch (laughs) no Mm -hmm. and then as she's leaving her neighborhood watch meeting she is accosted by three of the gang members who holler into a graffitied van one of their many graffitied vans they have tons of these yeah yeah, yeah. some with some some choice graffiti (laughs) yes um which we'll get to later on
2: slurs of the the homophobic persuasion did you just
0: say (laughs) homophobic
2: afraid of
3: homers (laughs)
0: Can I? Can I please
3: speak to Homer? Last name: Sexual. <laughs> Are you <okay> there Graham? One <laughs> of you guys has got
2: to be homosexual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on! We
2: hate the Iliad.
0: Uh, oh, I love it when Homer is looking at Principal Skinner, and it comes up possible homosexual. <laughs> Simpsons That's reference, God. folks. Uh,
2: we don't have enough of those. No.
0: They, no. they always always have value. They haven't decreased in value. So so the gang members pull away Debbie, and they're going to do something to her. We don't know what. It's not really threatened that there's going to be sexual violence, but they're going to like hurt her in some way. Even though Braxton, Jack Earl Haley's character, said, leave Debbie alone for some reason. Um, I think he's got a low-key crush. It does come across like that, yeah. Lillian's nodding in affirmative, okay. Um... And so as they're doing this, this okay, is
1: okay.
0: Okay, yeah. It never comes out, but yeah, it's there. He's
1: the kid's father. father.
0: <laughs> no, no, because he said that the, kid's the kid's father died. Father yeah, died. I know. But I maybe know. that's like that. Maybe that's the Darth Vader situation. That's what she tells the kids. So he doesn't
3: know what her. His and then in Dollman 2, too.
0: It's like you're not my father. My father died in a in a, in a stick up.
2: I'm waiting for the Dollman prequel, like when before Jackie Early, Earl Haley uh, switches yeah. to the dark side.
0: You yeah, his, that's right. Yeah, his rise to power. Mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith. So then Brick kind of wakes up in his little spaceship, his adorable little tiny toy spaceship, and sees this is happening, and he pulls out his gun, and he's like, leave the girl alone. they like, who's talking? Because they can't see him because he's so tiny. And then he's like, I am, and he fires his gun, and one guy gets shot down and another guy gets and he shoots another guy and he's shooting with these magical bullets that just tear people apart but because these guys are so big they're bigger they're not it's not as lethal a shot like their bodies aren't eviscerated but like you know there's big flesh wounds on them
3: it's like getting hit with a i guess a magnum 44
0: like the clint eastwood clint eastwood gun and this character is modeled on dirty harry um from the dirty harry films obviously
2: yeah and tim thomerson's (sighs)
0: middle-aged at this
2: point and uh yeah. He kind of looks like Latter-day Richard Dean Anderson.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's yeah. very good. Yeah. And Lillian pointed out he also has a dose of Christophe Lambert.
1: Oh, just the short hair, short bleach blonde hair and the glasses. And just it. a little smidge. It's a
0: smidge of Christophe Lambert. It wouldn't be an episode...
1: Tude, you know the tude.
0: Yes, it wouldn't be an episode of Death by Video if we didn't once reference the great thespian Christoph Lambert, Who, whose films we have not yet um, watched. Oh, we could do a Christoph Lambert
3: series, starting with a, a Highlander 2. <laughs> which you, The Quickening, which is a
0: really crazy the re- film. Renegade. the original edit, the theatrical edit, where there are space aliens, or the the producers' edit, where they like cut all that crap out. Was that Fortress Taper Lounge? I don't know. I do have that. I do have Fortress on VHS here somewhere. We yeah. we can watch that. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, we have we're, we're bearing the lead. But the good thing is that this movie is only like sixty minutes long, so there's not much to tell. Um, so then Dollman Man um, shoots them, and like they it's kind of hilarious because they're like I can't see him, and like they're looking around like crazy, firing their guns, and firing at nothing. their guns at nothing, and then he scares them off. They run away, and she's like, "What is it?" And oh my God, it's a thirteen-inch Dollman. Man. And she picks up his spaceship and carries him home because the spaceship is here. It's just, which made me laugh. I I don't know why these scenes were so hilarious to me. Well,
2: the thing is, like, that spaceship looks like one of those, like, toy Millennium Falcons.
0: With the, yeah, with the wings cut off or something. It's totally, like, just a spray-painted, like, G.I. Joe, like, something. Um, And so then what happens next, Kit? Uh, well, they, they head back to the apartment, um, or her little boy Kevin, I think his name is, Kevin? Yep, Kevin. Because uh, I always wanted to make the joke, Kevin can wait, but it never came up. Nice. He uh, couldn't
1: wait. He had to let everybody in the building know. This
0: is true, he couldn't wait at all. <laughs> he he's, couldn't wait. He's, he's, he's very chuffed,
3: as the British say, about this uh, new arrival, um, and he's insistent. He's like, this is a space alien, and for some reason his mother at this point is like, he's not a space alien, he's just a... T- Just a tiny man. Just a tiny man. <laughs> Kevin only knows. <laughs> um, yeah, What then what happens? Oh, um, I guess they, they get a little used to that. Uh, the, Kevin invites the entire damn building over. Yeah. And, and then before long... Oh, what we missed, though, yes. we skipped over is Jackie Earl Haley, Haley and his discovers buddy. Haley the bad guy. They come across the mm. head, old Sproogie. Sproog.
0: Who's in his little UFO and, looking And ship. Sproog says, hey, I can... It, like, they're like, what's in it for us? And he's like, I can give you a bomb that can blow up three parsecs. And we don't know what three parsecs are because they're a fictional unit of measurement made up in Star Wars. Um, and Jack Earl Haley's like, I can blow up the entire east side with that for some reason. They, like, I don't think... His plan isn't very solid. He's like, I can blow up the east side. Just to take up the gang. And I then, think the oh, east side is where the Yeah, where all the gangs lives. are in the east side of Manhattan, yeah. The rival gangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, so then they take you know the spook, Sproog back to back to their their hangout where where one of
3: the wounded men is, is dying on his pool table, yeah. dying on his pool table. Um, and they they keep on talking about this little man, this little alien man. And, and for Jacky some Rowley, reason Jackie refuses to believe it. "What are you talking about?"
1: He's more concerned with all that blood on his pool table. Like, how's he gonna get that out?
3: It's true. That ruins the pool table. Yeah, it's I not mean, coming out.
1: He doesn't buy the story. Meanwhile, he just had a convo with a little floating head.
0: A little tiny floating head.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: And um, and the little tiny floating head says, there's only one guy I know that could do this. He's a, he's a... What does he call him? Like some asshole space cop or something? Yeah. He's a cop who was on, riding my ass all the way here. Let's take him out or something. I, uh, I love how it's so convenient that everybody speaks English. Yeah. Like...
3: They didn't accidentally land in Tokyo, and then this would have been a very different film, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I would be like, I don't understand how to communicate.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's always the South Bronx. Like cried. It's always like some dystopian mm-hmm. uh, 80s New York. So, yeah. Well,
3: Batteries Not Included was also like in the South Bronx or something mm-hmm. like that, I believe, as well. Yeah. Like, a lot less gunfire in that movie, but... Some small, cute aliens, though. Very cute aliens, yeah. Um... Mm-hmm anyway getting back to this movie
1: sorry uh, the guy who plays sprug or sprug the head he i'm just it's really bugging me where he's where he's been in and he's in dr quinn do you guys remember that show
0: medicine woman dr quinn medicine woman
1: <laughs> i just remember a head of black hair and i mean there's that's just the first thing i saw now
0: he was a school teacher wasn't he was he the school teacher? Yeah, Graham, like Graham that, watched or, a lot more Dr. Quinn or, Medicine Woman than the rest of us, I guess. Or like,
1: the priest or something. I don't remember. I don't oh,
0: oh, right. Yeah, no, he he was the priest. He was something. He dated a school teacher who beat the children. And then they broke up because he's like, I can't hit a child or something. Or, like, he's like, because, like, that was a the whole, they used it as a debate about, like, corporal punishment. And I don't know why I remember this episode of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman so well. But yeah, like he is the guy that everyone thinks hates children. Or no, he's the shop owner who everyone thinks hates children, and he's dating the school teacher who actually does hate women or children, um, and she beats them. And then they break up because he's like, "Well, what are we gonna do when?" When no, he is a preacher. When um, when you're um, when we have our own children, and she's like, "Well, I just thought that between school and church, we both have enough kids to deal with, so we wouldn't have our own." And he realizes she has no heart. And they, it ends And then she goes away And it's never mentioned again
2: You run the official Dr. Quinn Madison Moon Fan page Don't you Graham
0: Yeah Well yeah, one says he's well, also well, the, uh, uh, Jane Seymour That's yeah, right. Jane Seymour Yep from uh, the Living Let uh, Let Die. And Die My favorite Bond film Is
1: it uh, your favorite
0: Yeah nice. I am A Roger Moore fan
2: He had I some good ones so,
0: He be. had some bad ones too yeah. <laughs> No one wants to remember A View from a Kill Or Moonraker
1: no, anyway, his, fun, uh, his name's Frank Collision. Octopussy really
0: good. I don't oh. think it was no. good oh.
3: No, yeah, that was bad. He's right? in
1: Suspect Zero, Hesher, The Blob, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, The Whole Ten Yards, The Village, The Happening, and Doctor Quinn, Medicine Movement.
2: He's in The Happening
0: and The Village. Oh, yeah. He's in The Happening <laughs> in The Village. <laughs> M Night
2: Shyamalan favorite.
0: Yeah, old Shyamalan ding dong.
1: Um, <laughs>
3: I, I could see Shia actually getting into Albert
0: Pune movies and... Yeah. Well, Albert Pune... We keep talking like about Albert Pune as if he's dead. He is not he's dead. Not. We're all punies here. Yeah. Uh, Graham guess, just coined guess, that yeah. term and I'm, and I'm with you. it. Yeah. We're puning for you. Our hearts pune with, uh... He- like hope.
2: Yeah, yeah, pun is, uh... It's a kind of an appropriate pun giving this podcast episode.
0: He's It is yeah. puny. Puny. Ah! <laughs> I got it. Sometimes I wish we had, like, a German in the corner that that could, like, throw a little rim shot in there. <laughs> so where were we? Oh, so at this point, Braxton and the gang go over to Debbie's apartment. Because everybody's heard about yeah,
3: Debbie's apartment. Yeah, everyone knows apartment. about
0: Debbie's apartment and her little man, um, her son, Kevin, and the doll man. Brooke. Later
3: on in the movie, people are approaching her on the bus like, hey, yeah. I've heard about your little man. <laughs> I heard you have a 13-inch man at home. <laughs>
0: What, Lil, were you going to make a joke about the 13 inch man? I was
1: just going to add that detail. It's not just a little man at home, it's a 13 inch man at home.
0: Like, how can they have they all like measured? Like, did she like take out a ruler, like right next to him, be like, yeah, you're 13 inches long? And they only make one dick joke about it the entire film. Yeah. Now they make two. Oh, is there two? At the end, he's, oh, like, size the end doesn't he's count. like, size doesn't count. Tell me size doesn't count. And then the other, the other one is like when, when she's at work, and it's like I can think of a lot of things to do with a thirteen-inch yeah, man. I'd like <laughs> to see a thirteen-inch <laughs> man. You know, <laughs> what, and she even says, "You know what I mean?" <laughs> Just in case we didn't get it. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. Um, so what happens next? Bloodbath. Oh, right, so Braxton's entire gang comes to the apartment, and uh, at this point, uh, Brick decides just trying to kill everybody. So he starts firing his gun all willy-nilly. He shoots, like, 14 guys. This is all in front of her young son, Kevin, the 8-year-old. Blood is Um, all over the wall, blood and gore. Yeah, and then Braxton just leaves. Uh, He gets shot, leaves. And Debbie is kind of left to like clean up the damage and like not even sure what happens to the bodies No, they all just we cut back to the apartment and they're gone It's like and a video game from like the 90s where the bodies just kind of disappear. Yeah <laughs> And so she's got like a big-ass sponge. Yes, well, yeah She's got like a big sponge.
2: She's, she's kind of begrudgingly doing it But like it's almost like kind of like a banana Ugh, like,
0: I've done this just, so many times.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, like a general house clean. Yeah, thank God. Like...
0: I got that blood for like that bloodproof proof paint
2: yeah, it's yeah, all of that. she treats it almost as if like her
0: son like, oh he didn't clean his room again yeah. I have to do this again And then when she goes in to see her son afterwards, she's like what's the matter? And it's like, what's the matter? Your son just watched 14 <laughs> men getting shot to death by a 13 inch man Also there are constantly mm-hmm. sirens in the
3: background, but cops are not no, no, the police
0: didn't come once Leaving her all alone there
3: So Um, yeah uh, she has a little banter with, uh, with uh, Brick. with
0: Yeah, Brick, where...
3: She tries to find out a little bit more about mm-hmm. him. He's like, back
0: off, lady. I'm trying to sleep. I sleep. And then... And she's like,
3: all right, I'll go to sleep. And then, then she's like, like, all right.
0: And he's like, I used to have a family. And he's <laughs> just sort of like, oh, oh, it's one of those situations where you really want me to beg you to tell your life story. <sighs> and he does, and it's a yeah. sad story. His family mm-hmm. got killed. Yep. Um, By and... the the floating head that's now on Earth.
3: And that's it. That's all the depth mm-hmm. we ever get about Brick. We yeah. never like that's it
0: yeah that's it that's that's his character entirely and the floating head is just the bad guy that wants to kill him um, and then so we cut back to Jackie Earl Haley he's like weak he's been he's shot wounded. yeah he's been shot and the head is like I can cure you and he's like do it and so he does it and then he's like very slowly with like some yeah. sort of laser behind his like some kind of like advanced like some some Star Trek stuff where it's like you know how Star Trek had the, the 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 thing that could just scan and heal something through the skin yeah the tricorder the tricorder no the, not the tricorder the medical tricorder sorry medical tricorder yeah so. it's kind of same same thing but it's like a little flashlight on the the floating head shoulder I don't know. <coughs> and um Um... so he, he does yeah. that
3: he he cures him and and. Well, he, while he's curing him, he's like but uh you know this is, this place is too uh, too big for me everybody's too big all I want to do is get home so I yeah. need your help to do that and I need you to promise me that you'll help me and uh Jackie Earl
0: Haley in his Bronx acting is like <laughs> yeah sure man whatever just just fix me and so he fixes him, and then Jackie
1: want a new hat
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a line <laughs> what you want a new hat for the floating head was <laughs> I really was good. I we were missing some of the good lines thank, thank you Lillian
1: yeah.
3: um mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, okay, so, and and then, then after uh, he's fixed, the Jackie Earl Haley, Haley just squishes him. Well, because the the head makes the mistake of saying, hey, I've got a bomb. And the bomb's right here. And mm-hmm. how do you arm it? You just push this button. That's all you got to do. Yeah. yeah. And then Jackie Earl Haley is like, all right, well. In s- that case. Squish the little head. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> and now the bomb is mine.
1: And then he said something after to somebody that he lost his head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did, and,
1: and, and he'd always laugh about his little. Uh,
0: he laughs at his own jokes. Yeah, he
1: laughs at his own jokes. He's kind of like, oh, it, it's pretty. We just like was able to say that. Oh, yeah, and it was kind it. of a
2: missed opportunity. Kind of like proto Mark McKinney, like I'm crashing your I'm ah, my
0: head. Ah, yes. Actually, I think that was in the era of uh, '91. That was. that it was, would have been yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah kids, oh, I'm crashing your head. But it it, it's, it's also head.
3: pretty. It's a. It's a nice, decently gross.
0: Yeah, it's a gross effect. Like it looks yeah. like some some ground beef was in there somewhere.
1: It's all fizzy and pussy and bubbly and
2: oh
0: yeah, yeah,
1: foamy and bloody and gushy.
0: Yeah, Not lots of pus.
2: There was probably some melted plastic
0: in there. Remember, remember the the gushers that we used to eat at like lunch? You know the the, oh, the yeah, totally. stuff. It was like that. Yeah, like Tide Pods that that morons eat now. Well, nobody's really eating those. They're just biting into them and being like,
3: it tastes like soap." Really, it's a it's a ball of soap. That's where they get the idea from. Is that
0: they kind of look like those gushers? That's what I always thought about yeah, those yeah. time Pods too.
2: Mm-hmm. Those gushers were really entertaining
0: commercials. I'm like,
1: yeah, hey, I'll buy some of those. I'll
0: yeah. bite into yeah. it and it'll explode in my mouth, and it's like you bite into it and it just it kind of leaks out against your cheek.
1: Hardly. Hardly. There was hardly any leakage. Yeah, very little bit. I'm like, what's bit. going on here? Yeah, what yeah. commercials? I want my my, my, my yeah, two seconds they
2: were, they were slightly deceptive. I yeah, this say. is just
0: a, a, you know, a hollow juju at that point. Yeah, yeah. There were, there were no uh, So Delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so, delicious. so Delicious. Yeah, Or Fruit by the Foot, which was not yeah, fruit, pretty fruit pretty at all. It's like
2: the Dregs of my allowance would go buy like a Gushers or like a Jawbreakers. Jawbreakers.
3: Mm good old jawbreakers. Yeah. yeah. Some Jolly
0: Ranchers, perhaps. Jolly Ranchers, yeah. I was yeah, never a Jolly a Rancher. Because,
2: right? you know, like I had that precluded for like, biting the candy. I just couldn't do with Jolly Ranchers. Too hard, too hard, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It's a doll man. <laughs> uh, so now we're, we're getting towards the climax now because... It's a very short film.
1: Yeah. Um, um,
0: so Debbie I'm goes...
1: Pune. Pardon the pun, pune.
0: Pardon the pune. Pardon the pune. <laughs> ah, pun. We're terrible. Ah, uh, No, this is the best one ever. This is the best. <laughs> so punny.
3: Um, so, uh, okay, so now uh, Jackie Earl Haley, he's like, I guess...
0: What he realizes mm-hmm. that he's still bleeding the next day. Well, so he, he realizes isn't... that 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 he, the wound wasn't fully healed. So he's like, he "Oh man,
1: smashed. he lost his head too soon." Too soon, that's he lost his head too soon. Put it that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like, well, that's actually one of the most realistic uh, moments of the movie because, like, when you get surgery or something repaired on you, like, it's not. <laughs> just fixed perfectly like you have to go back and get it like assessed and maybe redressed maybe like oh crap you got a little infection I gotta go in there and like give you some antibiotics and then we'll add some more staples or some some stitches so Jackie Earl Haley just didn't understand the basics of healthcare and, or, it, and also mm-hmm. like probably Sproog
3: was like I'm not gonna fix them all the way I'm yeah, gonna leave them a little I'll, bit yeah, dependent little, little, on my
0: little, little, I'll leave him a little weak for me to like still lord over him with my tiny head
3: so I guess he gets it into his head that he needs Dollman maybe to help fix him some more.
0: Yeah, and like he really hates Dollman cuz Dollman like killed like 20 of his guys. And also like it, like Debbie wants to clean up the neighborhood and like and Jackie Earl Haley doesn't really dislike Debbie. He just doesn't like the fact she's trying to clean up. It's kind of like a low-key crush. Yeah, it's like it's like if we go back to Cyborg um, the main character in that Fender, he liked the world the way it was and didn't want it to go back to being some kind of like civilized society. And that's kind of like Jackie Earl Haley. He likes the South Bronx being a wild wasteland of marauders like himself that could like, uh, like achieve something, whereas, due to his social economic status, as he points out later on, he would never be able to, uh, to like rise above the rung of the working poor. Um, which is the genius of the Albert Pune filmography. Um,
2: he's kinda of like the Bane of
0: this Yeah, kinda of, kinda of like Bane from Dark Knight Rises a little bit. Yeah. He he represents the the disaffected, the disenfranchised. Um and so uh Debbie goes to work where she chats with her friend about the thirteen inch man that lives in her house. Then we get to meet her co worker briefly, yeah. who's a sleazy weirdo who Who yeah, oh, the guy that's like What are you ladies talking about? Well can laugh later, or like he's He's got a really, he's, he's definitely someone who doesn't speak English regularly trying to speak English oh, in God, an American accent. What, what,
3: what did he say? Oh, we all laughed about like it because it's like such some, a,
0: yeah.
1: Well, he said, like, he sees them laughing, and you know right away that there was, like, theres I don't know, he's just sleazy, some, like, flirty. Some unrequited. And he's uh, their boss, right? Yeah. And um, he's like, what are you laughing at? and they said something i think they just insulted him somehow
0: they just sort of said like oh like none of your business blah 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 and he's like all right well back to work he says or it so odd. weirdly he's trying to do a new york accent but like but missing and hitting an accent of like something from the kind mid-atlantic
2: like Tony Weissos, uh, yeah American yeah accents.
0: yeah exactly um so then she's riding home on the bus and a random woman comes up and says like hey I heard you I heard a 13 inch man in your house killed like 16 gang members when is the neighborhood watch meeting and she's like Thursday at 7 okay I'll be there it's really great that you're killing off everybody in there I don't know why I'm going Quebecois <laughs> um, it's really great that you're, she's she's a Latina lady uh it's really well, great. her Latina accent is also bad it's, it's very yeah. like Romanian trying to be Latina yeah yeah um, so they are Because the thing is In this movie Not a lot of people talk Because they shot it in Romania And were trying to shoot For the South Bronx And um, there
2: wasn't enough In the budget for dubbing
0: nah, Or maybe It's just Well it's just easier To not have to do it Yeah Yeah Fewer fewer. It's also You have to fly over Fewer people um, And it's not like In uh, Elvira's Haunted Hills How they totally dubbed over What's his name Well Who's the guy
1: um. Beefcake
0: I don't remember Richard O'Brien. Should, I can't remember. No, the no. The
1: cabin, the cabin guy, the
0: the stable, stable boy, boy, stable man. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: remember
2: his name now.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm sure like Charles and Albert Albertine were like, "Hey, do you speak English?" and Not really. Like, yeah, good enough. Go nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, so she, so Debbie's kind of like this film also has layers to it because Debbie is starting to feel that like we shouldn't be trying to change the community through violence. It should be through effective, uh you know, civic action. And so you say this film has layers to it, but it's really this film has layer
3: to it.
1: <laughs> Shut yeah, up, no
0: layers. <laughs> Yeah, there is, because she's like, because otherwise she'd be like, rah, rah, kill all the bad guys. That's the
3: one you're and describing now is the one
0: layer that it has.
2: We're not bagging on the movie, but this movie has
0: no layers. <laughs> yeah, so just here. jerks. Um, <laughs> so um, what we have next is um, uh, so on her way home. Jeez. And this and we should point out, Kevin and his friend are kind of like poking around at Dollman's ship. I keep calling him Dollman, even though that's not his name it, in the movie. It's there for some comic relief, because then he's like, Stop bugging me, kid! Stop bugging me. And right outside of their apartment is when um, the bad guys go and capture Debbie, because they want to draw out Dollman for some reason. And Doll Man, or, and Brick runs across the table, like, flies through the air, smashes through the like windshield. Like Superman! Like Superman fly, like, floats down to the car and hangs on, and it's so... Cute, just seeing this little, <laughs> this little toy hanging onto the side of a car as they're driving around through New York City is this little 13 inch doll with a little trench coat on them.
2: Yeah, yeah, like it's a good reminder to be like, Oh, yeah, this dude's like 13 inches.
0: The best thing ever is like if they ever released toys for this, they could actually say actual size next to it.
1: Yeah, totally. Wow.
0: that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. this would have been like if
3: more people were in it, if Doll Man was played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Something like that.
0: That would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I am tall, but my gun is big. Surprise, (laughs) I haven't
1: seen enough cars with a little 13-inch doll hanging out of the window yet.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Lil was saying she might buy a 13-inch doll for her car. I have to bring that back. Um, And so then we, we get to... The uh, the one of the other locations from Nemesis, like a bombed out building. I, I love these uh, gang locations, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's... this would be a horrible place to have as your like hideout because there's no running water, there's no electricity, like there's broken bricks and glass and metal everywhere. You'd get t- like you'd have to need at least thirteen tetanus shots every day, <clears throat> and then um, and
1: tons of hiding spots too.
0: Yes, especially for a thirteen inch man. Now. The film also has a good amount of reality to it here because um, they go into the building and then Brick has to like get his get the all the way across this like yeah because they park the car in one spot and then and they, they go, go to the another building. and the thing is like to to like a, a human being they could walk across that area in five minutes but for little brick it takes him 3 hours 3 hours yeah and so uh, so Jackie Earl Haley is dying inside the building with Debbie while she's pleading with him like you need to go to a hospital and he's like doesn't matter what I do and then he starts talking about the man the man and all keeps this. me down and I'm like you're 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 doing fine Jackie Earl Haley oh have we talked about his sidekick henchman uh no go I, for it i don't even know how to describe him. What you said he
3: looks a little like uh Gail Garcia Bernal, Lillian?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Almost like a cross between that and Nick Kroll, like it's he's kind of got a strange look to him.
1: Yeah, he's got that straight hair, kind of beehivey, and he's got a headband around and Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. His only c-
3: defining character trait is that he's the sidekick
0: to Braxton or Broxton. That is it, yeah, and he's like constantly like, come on, Holmes, like, we gotta like, this is stupid, like, we've been waiting around here for three hours and the doll man hasn't showed up yet. Yeah,
3: they're all like, this is a gang full of, I'm not sure if this is a problematic term or not, but Cholos, That's That's the term
0: they that use. that's the term yeah, Jackie yeah, yeah. O'Haley a- so, uses. Unless so, you know gang members. Yeah. Which is more of an L.A. They, thing they, than a New they've York got thing. Their, their, their yeah, which is just like, wondering which wondering
2: seems to be like, sort of like
1: a L.A.-esque
2: i guess it's kind of like accidental ignorance like eh, yeah yeah what, it could be in the bronx that's and what be,
0: gang members look like and to yeah. be honest albert pune is from like the west coast like he's from hawaii and he lived in la so like i think he i don't think he spent too much time in new york city no. so like because gang members in new york city are much different or at least gang in the movies that we know
2: like members of suicidal tendencies yeah
0: exactly
3: <laughs> they do dress like members of suicidal tendencies yeah with the plaid shirts and the band mm-hmm. yeah
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Elvira got out there with a bandana. <laughs>
0: yeah, we should point out that so this this version of Dolmen we watched was part of Elvira, Elvira's 13 Haunted Nights. So she actually intro, like introduced the film and then randomly popped up during the film with some quips. They weren't all winners, some of them were good. Yeah. I don't remember. But she did words.
1: pop up in a bandana in one of them, which was fun.
0: And said, Look, Antonio, oh, bandana. bandana. Oh,
1: right,
0: right. <laughs> we all laughed.
2: No, that's um, kind of a groaner.
0: <laughs> you're no fun, Phil. Um, so then, uh, so then, Doll Man basically makes his way across, and he encounters a rat, which he just tells, "Don't even think about it." And the rat turns around and goes away. Yeah, he goes into like a pipe or something like that. Yeah, to, and then he he winds up shooting some of the. He, what was it? Was said? Oh, I love urban renewal or something? As he's like firing. Oh yeah, no,
3: he's like urban fucking renewal. Didn't there used to be yeah. a rating board <laughs> thing where you're allowed two or three f bombs before you have to switch it to.
0: R. Or adult you, you, accompaniment mm, or whatever. That was Ontario, maybe. I the remember PG thirteen.
3: I think was PG thirteen. You got a little got, bit you more got, sweary. You got
0: one f word, but it couldn't be used in a sexual connotation, or you couldn't put mother in front you of, of it. You could
3: have boobs, like in Doc Hollywood, where I know that was random. Yeah, right. They used to show us the um, the Olivia Hussey uh, Romeo and Juliet in grade yeah. nine. Mm-hmm. That's got some. That's got some boob. But oh, it's I, I remember
2: in grade eleven English, um, my our English teacher showed us uh, Roman Polanski's Macbeth. Oh, yeah, okay. I and it was like Playboy presents. And the class was like, yeah. <laughs> there were like three <laughs> girls in the class, and then I get like, <laughs> when <it gets>
0: <laughs> No, uh, and the witcher like. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Like that happened in grade twelve for me, where it was just sort of like Playboy presents, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> and then, yeah. Ugly old witch boobs. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think our English teacher
2: got some satisfaction. That's like, yes,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: finally control
2: my student.
3: Anyway, back back to the film. So yeah. we get to urban fucking renewal.
0: Yeah. So he's blowing up the cars and he, he's blowing up the the vans with graffiti on them. He finally makes it and like so um, Jackie, Earl, her, Jackie Earl Haley's sidekick, we think is dead because we saw him. He's not though. I know. <laughs> I was shaking my head, but you didn't need to respond to that. Why did you shake your head then? Because it's like you're saying no to me saying I'm, we think I'm, he's dead. But I'm incur- I'm like, yeah, no, he's not dead. But yeah, it, okay, all right, all right. It's radio, yeah.
3: so you don't need to even...
0: Yeah, I know. Um, So... <laughs> edit. No, no edit. Um, so we um, so we reach the end, and Dollman finally reaches Jackie Earl Haley as he's really starting to die, and Debbie decides to run away. And then he catches her in a building. He's like shooting. He's his shooting it at her feet a, and in the got air. Got and he's like, "You're running away. Why are you running away from me?" And it's like, "Cause you did just kidnap her and bring her to like a death pit." He's also in scent. He's like, "Why yeah. would you betray me? I didn't kill you. I didn't not kill you yet." <laughs> um, and so, so then. They reach this like final area I guess and all of a sudden we see a reflection of Dollman and he's like hey pick on someone your own size and then Jack Earl Haley shoots. He's projected the reflection so it looks like he's. He's big. He's tall. He's maybe four feet tall. And then Jack Earl Haley shoots the mirror the mirror breaks and then at this point Jack Earl Haley's sidekick shows, shows up and they get into a big shootout something well, happens because yeah well first he shoots off uh, Jackie Haley's
3: arm yeah and and I think another limb which causes yeah. um, Debbie to like vomit Yeah. even though she was just the previous night um watching up blood the gore off her walls and, and, yeah <laughs> but whatever mm-hmm.
1: well she was scared she was really really scared it was a tense situation she, he was he was just about to she was just about to be killed by Jackie hmm?
3: yeah but then, uh, but she then, thought that
1: was it for her, right?
3: Yeah, I guess so. But you wouldn't. Yeah, she wouldn't she really have thought that? Up. Yeah, she she was really shaken up? up by that. She wasn't shaken up by the gunfight in her apartment with no, her son. Nah, it mean, I
1: that's that's... happened so fast, right? <laughs> and, and, and 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 the next day, remember when she's going to uh, when she's going to work? She's putting her hair in a ponytail. Oh like, yeah, she like Why? went to work the next day. Like everything was fine. She didn't yeah, even mention staying, it at work either. You're staying here. She felt safe. Like this guy is gonna. Kill all the like, not kill all the bad guys, but this guy She's will take a care of everything. She's got a little home security
3: unit. At, uh, yeah, it's yeah,
1: okay. Okay. Okay.
0: like owning a Rottweiler. Yeah,
1: but there she was, face to face with.
0: But also because it was something where, like, he was shooting a gun, an, an unarmed, a gun, like, right? not not to not to make a, a pun, but he was unarmed at this point because the gun he <laughs> shot, the arm he shot off was oh, the gun hand. That was a good pun, though. When yeah, he, does, he doesn't have. And violence. he was gonna kill him in cold blood, and like she didn't want him to kill him. In cold but hold on, blood. Yeah. before
3: before even that happens, his freaking sidekick shows up again, covered in mud with two little. Uh... I think it's supposed to
0: be soot because the the,
3: the van's exploded. Okay, but like two fire. little
0: mini uh, Uzis, machine mini guns, uh, guns. Yeah, two two Uzis. And start, he starts he starts randomly firing them off as he's and, being like yelling Aah! like
2: ah. It was uh, great. Was, was this van the homophobic van? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. The one that had a certain. What what slur was on that there, guys? It starts with an
2: F and ends with a uh, plural of S.
3: Like uh, London or, yeah. a London For cigarette.
2: Yes. A cancer stick? Yeah. Yeah, the British slang. Tinder. Yeah. Okay. Um, bundle of sticks.
3: Of anyway, it could have been.
0: It could,
1: have been,
3: sticks, nice. um, it, it could have been a positive thing. Yeah, it could Who have been like, this yeah, universe, we're like, pro-gay. Hey. We're, pro-
0: we're not homophobic. Um, they could have been celebrating the world. Call back what, what, what I think is is that it actually is, comes down to the Romanian production designer that was like, okay, look up some offensive words to write on the side of this uh, this van. And so, of course, there's like or probably just what I think is just like what
3: uh, what do people uh, what's the graffiti look like in the uh, in, New, in York? York, and New York? Of yeah. course, yeah, there's going to be some
0: slurs and some stuff. homophobic graffiti. And they're like,
3: yeah, that looks good. They use that word a lot. Let's put it on the <laughs> van. My favorite thing is like on one <laughs>
0: building, it just had meth written on it in words, just in just black letters, meth. Um,
2: yeah, it was in the early days of meth and may. Me. was just trying to make a <laughs> name. <it
0: myself. laughs> yeah. Okay. So after after this, where are, where are we now, guys? Finish it off.
3: Oh, uh, so he kills. We he gets rid of the sidekick, um, and then he's gonna kill uh, Jackie Earl Haley, old Broxton or Bra- Braxton, Braxton, because I always keep on thinking Tony Braxton.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think you need to do a Tony Braxton needle drop. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Breathe again.
0: Um. Was that a little Unbreak My Heart right there?
3: Oh,
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one
3: I should have gone for. I was going with Breathe Again. My mom had the Tony Braxton cassette, so I I actually heard a number of those songs. Um, So he's going to kill old Braxton, um, and Debbie's like, don't do it, and she kind of gets in front of him and says, this is not the way, or something like that.
0: Yeah, we must have positive civil civic change. This is the layer
3: that Graham was referencing earlier. Um, so she's like the, you know, violence begets violence. I don't know what even what she was saying. I mean, She was just the whole hollow. thing, it was like, she didn't want this to end in
0: a big blood stain. She wanted there it to be some changed. So I don't know what point she was trying this to make. The
1: guy that she's protecting right now was tumbling and tumbling over rocks and like running after her, trying to kill her. And
3: yes. also, he's, he's, he, like, he's... Wounded. W- wounded. Yeah, he was dying anyways, Mortally yeah. wounded just put him out of his misery like it's like basically she wants him to suffer more I think
0: or get him to a hospital and maybe like rehabilitate him see what happens this is true
1: compassion yeah exactly he is Kevin's
3: secret father I think as we identified as we all
0: joked yeah but Kevin can wait (laughs) that's poor Kevin
3: he's at home this entire
0: time I know just like where's mom and what happened after doll man just ran and (laughs) smacked like I now have a broken window in my apartment all these strangers are here and my mom and doll man are not close by so so then so so what happens next guys uh d- i can't quite remember i know how does he how does it end like does I d- he doesn't oh that's right because we he still has
3: the bomb oh jackie Earl right, still right, yeah. has the bomb and he lets it off but, yes,
0: but it's is a,
1: this is this before he takes the little pistol and we're like oh, I oh, forgot about oh the yeah, yeah, pistol. Yeah. at a
0: certain yeah. point at a certain point uh, Brick falls down, and Jackie Earl Haley picks up his little tiny gun. I think he falls down because of the sidekick. Yeah, the sidekick. Like, yeah, and so, and then like so, what Jackie R- the
2: two out of control Uzis. And- uh-huh. Yeah.
0: So Jackie Earl Haley points the little tiny gun at Dollman, and he's like, "Now the was on the other foot," or something like that. But then Dollman like opens up his glowing hand, and the and the gun flies and goes into Which his has hand. Never
3: explained this glowing hand, but I guess
0: it doesn't need no. to be. It's his gun. Maybe it's like a police thing that they have on that planet where like they can always retrieve their gun. And
1: they're all small on that planet.
0: He never yeah, has to yeah. reload this gun yeah. either. It's he does early on, but then he stops. <laughs> he stops. Out. I think
2: on the other planet, they just right. watch enough movie cliches where it's like, okay, yeah. it's gotta be way for these guys to get their guns back.
0: Yeah,
3: it, it is basically the movie cliche planet that he's from. Mm-hmm. That's where he comes from.
0: Yeah, I just here to do my laundry. I'm gonna separate my lights from my darks. Um, so then, so so Jacky Earl Haley is the bomb, which he sets off. But it's I guess it's a tiny bomb because it doesn't yeah. really do as much damage. The three damage. is not as big as they think. This is basically like that room.
3: So they they get out of there pretty quick. Yeah. I think I think Debbie picks up Dull Man. She like yeah.
0: grabs him. She and gives they him go. a little thing because his little legs wouldn't can't be able to. fast enough.
1: Oh no, I don't think she does. And I kind of said why to why myself. Am like, yeah. Debbie? Yeah. right, right, right. Why Didn't she? You're making it. You see the little steps going.
0: Like, pitter patter of his really, little he's feet
1: he's really trying whereas everybody's like you know running normally
0: like full strides but he's like
1: when he's running it's like it's like <laughs> Debbie why didn't you pick him up Debbie
3: but he makes it out okay
1: he makes it out okay
3: yeah, yeah. and then that's where we get the kind of walking into the sunset over the rubble and he's uh, just like
0: so Debbie tell me size doesn't matter bum, bum, bah, then we get yeah, the montage yeah we see his
1: silhouette and her silhouette
0: yep as the sun is setting. Yeah. He decides to stay on Earth. Or something, we don't know. Yeah, I think they were setting it up for sequels. Yeah. And you said there was a sequel. There was a follow-up, which was a sequel to both this and *Demonic*. Demonic Toys called Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. Was that Albert Pune as well? I don't know. It was definitely Charles Band. I don't have my phone close to me, so I can't look it up. But uh, let me just. Hey, Is
2: Demonic Toys at least tangentially related to the Pupmaster franchise?
0: I don't know, but Which, it's it's. Or the, Chucky, at least. Uh, yeah. let's look, um, Doll Man versus Demonic Toys.
3: Or there was the uh, the dolls or whatever that was. Dolls. That's, yeah, they dolls. walk, they talk,
0: they kill.
2: With dolls. That's Stuart Gordon, I think. Oh.
0: Yeah, by but that was Empire Pictures, which was another So yeah, so Dollman versus Dem- Demonic Toys is from 1993. What were the the things that were in the toilet? Ghoulies, the Ghoulies. Mm-hmm.
2: I uh, that, the, that VHS uh,
0: boxes. I could of not scary. go to the bathroom after that. We all, we were all. Ter- let's let's be all honest. When we I saw never it, watched that movie, I just know the VHS. Yeah, box. and yeah, the interesting thing is too. that, like, so so th- there's the, a number um, of those too. There was like two and three. Oh yeah, mean? they made a whole bunch. They made up to four. And so actually, in that interview with no, Charles not Band, even
2: Metallica posters. I was no, honest. no. Um.
0: So so Charles Band was interviewed on Shockwaves, my favorite podcast. Um, next to this one, of course, and um, it—he uh, talks about that how like they had like one uh, commercial and they ran it one day at like five p.m. during the middle of like the nightly news, and they got so much flack of like my kid couldn't go to the toilet for three months because <laughs> <laughs> the last shot was a ghouly popping up out of the bowl. Um, uh, so yeah, so um, so. Uh, Puppet Master, Before
2: Ma- Dreamcatcher. <clears throat> there was
0: so Dollman versus D- demonic toys was mostly consisted of flashbacks from the three prequels. Wait, this is a sequel to something? This is three prequels. Um, three, three. Prequels. Oh, oh, it's it's a sequel to Dollman, Dem- demonic toys, and some movie called Bad Channels. Another full moon features release. And so mostly consisted of uh, clips to the earlier movies. Um, and it was followed by Public Mass, Puppet Master vs. Demonic Toys in 2004. Oh, so
3: there was a crossover.
0: Yep. And there was an actual sequel called Demonic Toys 2, which came out... Which totally ignores the events of Dollman vs. Demonic Toys. This is so confusing. It is. <laughs> um, so the film is about... Uh, I'm not going to get into it. Um, the plot seems more confusing than what I just described. So, guys...
2: How they file? How the gooey's finally made it into your toilet?
0: <laughs> I'm curious. I don't know. Um, so what about the mystery? Remember Critters too? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you remember Spookies, which was the offshoot? No. And there were munchies.
3: Spookies. I'm really. I, I hadn't yeah. seen any of these films. I'm like Phil. I'm remembering because there, the there, there, oh, there was
2: there were singular munchie with the voice of Dom DeLuise yeah, as munchie. Yeah, because there
0: was there was. Critters, which begat ghoulies, which begat munchies, which begat spookies, all the way down the line. Um, <laughs> all great films. No, none of them were. Um, so, guys, final thoughts on Our Pune's Doll Man. Failure first. Stellar. Cool. Kit? It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Anything else?
1: Would you say short and sweet? Oh, Lillian with the wind. Wonderfully
0: put, Lillian. Lillian, what are your final thoughts on Dollman?
1: Yeah, I liked it. It was uh, a lot of fun. It's a good time.
3: Uh, do we need to... I don't know if we need to get into the Elvira um, presentation that much. I mean, no, no offense to Elvira. Fun. She's still game, yeah. which is the fun thing about her. The thing is, like... Her, she needs her, better writers. Her
0: zingers were more... were Didn't always, like, flew a little short. But... Yeah. Um, no. she's just i i like how game she is it's just she yep. needs a lot better writers yeah yeah i think that this was a much more lower budget production than her previous show like she, maybe she's writing the jokes herself she's in not, which case no. she should no they said they that. said that they like in the credits they had credits for the actual elvira elvira portion and there were other writers there uh, oh well they yeah. should i don't know she needs she should elvira hire writers. me um
2: yeah it's more like riff tracks type uh, It's more of like a riff tracks type movie not like an elvira movie
0: uh yeah i know but the thing is they had the rights to this so that's yeah. it um so like she just pops up every now and then like somebody will be smoking and she's zinger. like hey That'll smoking cause wrinkles. causes wrinkles that was actually quite clever because here's the thing so she, so the character's lighting up a cigarette and she's like hey don't you know smoking causes wrinkles and then as the character puts her cigarette in her mouth she raises her eyebrows and causes wrinkles to appear in her forehead like that was pretty smart guys
1: and in an environment, Mistress of the dark when she pulls out of the gas station after she fills up and the guy's like, she pays the guy the, at the gas station mm-hmm. and he's smoking and she's like, you know those things that kill you? Oh, and wait, and like, then... And she's walking off and uh, he's like, nice tits while he's pocketing the money and he sits back down, farts or something and like airs out his fart with his newspaper while she's driving off. And then he throws a cigarette. Uh, he throws a cigarette away and is about to go into his gas shop. And then the whole place goes up of the in flames. Fart and
0: stuff. Ah. No, no, not because of the fire. Like the the, the, cig- the cigarette the cigarette, con- the cigarette connects with the yeah, gas. The cigarette. Because he spilled a little no, bit of no. gas on the ground, and then the cigarette connects with the gas, and the gas explodes. I thought it also connected with the methane coming out of his no, ass. No,
1: no, 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 no. No. He. Okay. No, that was just a side thing. But
0: Alvara Mistress of the Dark is way too classy she, for that, against,
1: kid. Uh, I've come to say <laughs> she's against smoking and all that. So yeah. it'll give you wrinkles. It'll kill you.
0: Both that? bad things. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she yeah, was. the
1: jokes weren't the best, but it was. Some of them were it was, like it was, was
0: alright. like you were it just was, like, what? Yeah, what is she? You know, what is yeah, the whole like Antonio Banderas <laughs> pun. Antonio Bandana. <laughs> right. It was funny, jerks. I
1: mean, you know, it's light and silly, and. uh It so
0: makes you chuckle. Right. It makes you groan. You're like, oh, but you kind of chuckle because it's purposely bad. Yeah. I, I, she's not an unwelcome uh, figure Presence, you know what yeah. I mean like yeah yeah she's great so um and the reason why is because we we, this is the only version of Doll Man I could find which was hosted by Elvira again she hasn't aged a day no Straight. for someone that's in her she's late crazy. 60s yeah. holy crap
1: what a stunner
0: yeah she's <laughs> still got legs and stuff like, I know yowzers, um gams
3: as I like to call them yams. Yams. gams 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 not yams gams.
0: steamed <laughs> hams. gams <laughs> look at those yams (laughs) so uh yeah i mean this film is it's it's such a fun little thing it's it's very you know it's very much an early 90s like there's two levels of direct-to-video stuff from the 1990s there's stuff like this where they still had good filmmakers going in and like trying to to top themselves and then there's Like other crap, which I I don't really want to point to anything to put anything down, where they're very lazy. Like, the one thing about this film is, like, this film was not lazy at all. Like, they were delivering an entertaining experience. And I was all about to say thrill ride, but that just sounds like I'm writing copy for their back of the boxes.
2: Yeah, it was just like peak weird, like B
0: movie. Yeah, it was fun. It was slightly off. Like, if you saw this when you were 15, you'd probably dig it. Um, and there was enough action. Enough... Makes a great trailer. Yeah, like, we totally. saw the trailer before Nemesis, and we we're like, yeah. we
2: have to see this film. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like I'm sure if it
2: came out in the 70s, it would be like the second feature of a double feature.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a very fun film, and yeah, I don't really have much else to say. I mean, it's 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 of a time when. People still used to give a crap about direct-to-video stuff. Like we brought up the asylum on the cyborg episode. So now I feel that the asylum would do something like like they are the current ones producing stuff that filled this void. Yeah. But they do it in a very awful, cynical way. Like and this then, film was totally without cynicism. Was just like let's let's just yeah, shoot the, the moon.
3: The, in the, the straight straight to DVD or straight to video in the aughts is basically either those asylum things. Yeah. Or a Steven Seagal film. Yeah he did like five or six a year for like the whole decade
0: mm. and there there is some good uh straight to dvd or, or video stuff now it's just it's harder to find like there's apparently kickboxer vengeance is pretty good and what was the other one us seals 2 is supposed to be really really Doesn't
2: good, sound good. <laughs> Well, I hear all the, I hear all those Universal Soldier sequels. Yeah, those have be... pretty devout cult followers.
0: Yeah, they, they do. And yeah, Dolph Lundgren was in a couple of those. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They yeah. reunited the team. We're back again to save the day. <laughs> oh. that, that's very Québécois. The muscles from Gatineau have returned. <laughs> Where's my poutine and my cigarettes? Um. Oh. So, yeah, so, so like, it's it's a good slice of that. We're going to go back to Albert Pune. Next week, we're going to go back to Albert Pune's theatrical output with uh, his second film, Radioactive Dreams, starring John Stockwell and Michael Dudikoff from the American Ninja series and John Stockwell from Dangerously Close, Christine, and Not My Science Project, uh, some other stuff. Wasn't um,
1: John Stockwell in My Science Project? I keep thinking
0: that? he is, but I can't recall. That was another Stockwell. That's
1: what he said last time.
0: Yeah, wasn't it the other stuff? It wasn't Stock- Dean. No, because Dean's way too old. Yeah. It'd be weird to see Dean Stockwell playing a teenager in the 1980s.
2: It could happen because it's the 80s. Yeah, not that much. Dean. Well, we did watch Dangerously Close where, like, the youngest teenager's 35.
0: Yeah, this is true. <laughs> it is John Stockwell in my science project. So, yeah, it... Um, and Dennis Hopper. Yep. Yeah, and... Hey, um the Hop man. And Danielle Von Zernick, who... Uh, played Richie Valen's girlfriend, Donna, in La Bamba. Uh. Mm Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, well, she was on General Hospital as well. Another soap opera connection. Um, so with that being...
2: was also in Kickboxer Vengeance, so snap.
0: He directed it, too.
2: Oh, okay. Double
0: snap. Yep. And so, with that being said, we'll be back next week, hopefully within a week. I've been trying to get the the podcast up more regularly. I'm aiming for, like, one every ten days or so. Um... With radioactive dreams and our final episode of our Albert Pune. Oh, Uh I know it's over too soon. I know, over too soon. Um, and I'll be thinking about what we'll be doing after that. Uh, who knows? I've been debating about doing a series on just exploitation from the throughout the ages of different types, like kung fu. Maybe a Bruce exploitation film. Maybe a shark exploitation film. Shark exploitation. Um, yeah, the Jaws knockoffs. There are lots of them.
3: Or you could just do Jaws three.
0: No
2: the, piranha,
0: oh, the piranha, piranha i forgot about that orca yeah. the killer whale oh,
2: james cameron's directorial debut piranha, piranha right? The piranha Spawning. 2.
0: or like uh great white the italian jaws from the director of 1990 the bronx warriors which nice. was actually released in north america made so much money that um I think Universal or whoever put out Jaws like filed a cease and desist against their distributor, and they actually had to pull it from theaters. Let's not forget about Free Willy, and Jaws Five. Free fought. Willy too. And the the um, <laughs> there was a third Free Willy as well.
2: Oh really? Oh yeah, Michael yeah. Madsen. Was Everyone in that forgets himself. about it. Yeah,
0: the third one, because like the second one, it's like, oh, they're against poachers, and the third one, it's like, <laughs> wait, what's happening now? Why does this whale keep coming back to this boy? Um, <laughs> And then, uh, there's also, um, from Bruno Mattei, the uh, infamous director of the Italian Terminator 2, ah! um, come, it, well, there was Jaws 5, Cruel Jaws. If you've never heard of it, that's because it's not officially a Jaws film. Cruel Jaws? Cruel Jaws. As opposed to... <laughs> <laughs> Those happy Jaws? Jaws of joy, yeah. Jaws of joy.
1: Jazz jaws. Nice. So those,
2: those 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 <laughs> sharks that don't eat you.
0: Yeah. Like in real life. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like people. We're too bony, and stringy. Um. So with that being said, for death by video, I've been Phil. I've been Kit.
1: I've And I've
0: been Graham saying, "Be sure to rewind, and we will see you next time."
2: Bye bye. Okay.